cats and kittens. No. <laughs> okay. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Um, we, and I say we because I am here with my husband, Garrett. Say hi, Garrett. Hi. We are... <laughs> <laughs> super cheesy. We are coming to you in the middle of COVID-19 pandemic, and what a better time to sit down and record another podcast than while I'm stuck quarantined in my house. So, yeah, it's honestly been a time of hanging out with the family, hanging out with the kids, um, preparing for a baby. If you don't know, we got Another baby fin cannon on the way. So we've oh, been yeah. doing a lot of um, nesting things. And now it's like we're just checking things off the list one by one. So why not make a podcast and share some of the things that have been on our heart. Yeah. That God has been placing on our hearts. So with that awesome. being said, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of fear happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting down and thinking about it, and I was just thinking about how um, the two biggest fears probably happening right now have to do with our health. We want to stay healthy. We want our family to stay healthy. We want society to stay healthy so that this can end and we can come out of our houses. Um, and then I feel like the second biggest fear is probably money. A lot of people yeah. losing work, getting laid off, um, owners of businesses not having the ability to stay running when they don't have people coming in and spending money at their business. So I really feel like the two biggest fears right now are those two things. Um, So before we begin, I would just really like to... Oh, first of all, let me start by saying this. I hardly prepared for this one. So the last few podcasts that I've put out there... I spent like a ridiculous amount of time like mm-hmm. perfecting them and making them perfect, like practicing them, yep. writing down tedious notes. And to be honest, um, if I would have, yeah, you're not going to be able to do that while we do our <laughs> podcast. It'll be all right. <laughs> if I would have um, thought of doing that this go around, then I don't think that I would have had any sort of motivation to do this. Um because I really just want this to be spirit-led. Um, mm-hmm. My podcast is Christian-based. I have a firm belief in Jesus. That doesn't mean you have to. So even if you don't believe in Jesus, you don't believe in God, um, I do hope that you just continue to listen regardless because I don't think that we have to agree, agree on that one particular thing. We can agree on a lot of other different things. So Mm -hmm. don't let that stir you away. Um, But um, with, so I I was saying all that to say, I hardly prepared for this and I'm just going to let the spirit kind of guide and lead me right now because that's the best. (laughs) Yeah. He'll do a lot better job of telling me what to say and (laughs) leading it than I could come up with on my own, which is why I didn't spend hours preparing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want to start off with this verse. Um, in the midst of all this fear that's happening, and especially over those two things, health and money, um, I just was reading over Psalms 118, 5 through, I don't know, 9-ish. It says, out of my deep anguish and pain, I prayed, and God, you helped me as a father. You came to my rescue and broke open the way into a beautiful and broad place. First of all, I'm just going to stop right there, because isn't it amazing right now to picture us 
in a beautiful and broad place oh, instead yeah. of trapped behind the four walls of our quarantine <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to do that for us. He's going to, he's going to open the way. Yeah. Um, now I know Lord that you are for me and I will never fear what man can do to me for you stand beside me as my hero who rescues me. I've seen with my own eyes, the defeat of my enemies. I've triumphed over them all. So let's think about that. Think about times in your past, because this is not the only time I'm sure that you have had to struggle with something or me either. Right. So we look back on our life Mm -hmm. and we can think of the hard times that we've gone through and we've made it through every single one. Right. So God's not going to let this be the destroyer. He's not going to let this moment in time destroy everything for us. Right. 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 Um, I've triumphed over them all. Lord, it is so much better to trust in you to save me than to put my confidence in someone else. Yes. It is so much better to trust in the Lord to save me than to put my confidence in celebrities. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the passion translation of Psalms one eighteen five through nine. And I just thought it was such a great, verse and a, and a really great translation when we put it into perspective of everything that we're going through. And even that last part, put my, uh, uh, Lord save me. It's better. No, I'm sorry. It is so much better to trust in the Lord to save me than to put my confidence and trust in celebrities mm-hmm. because we're stuck in our houses. We have nothing to do, but open up our phones, look at the media, watch the news, be discouraged by everything that the news is saying and at the end of the day we just have to remember that um that we can't fully trust any of that but there is someone we can fully 100% trust absolutely what did you think of this version of this verse oh I loved it I always loved the passion translation (laughs) more I don't ever yeah so did anything speak to you when I was reading this bible verse um, I just can't get out of my head that, you know, in this time, it's really hard for some people, um, as far as like careers and, um, you know, being, you know, in fear cause I mean, people are already in fear in this world and for something like this to happen, it's a big deal. But also what spoke to me in this verse is we, kind of have to look at what God is doing in this. And to me, um, everything slowed down quite mm-hmm. a bit. And I think that's that's good. It's okay in some ways because we live in such a fast-paced world where, um, you know, Pastor Lisa was talking about it today, we get, you know, used to the hustle and bustle and being unhappy with certain things in our life. And, um, I can't help but think that God is making a new way in this and he's making a new path and there's going to be something great that comes out of this for so many people. Yeah. He's going to bring us into a spacious place. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it said, cause can you think of, again, can you think of a time where this is not the first time any of us has been hard pressed from the moment that we're born. No. There's something that we go through in our life and we're hard pressed and, and God brings us into a spacious place. And just think about what you learned from the last time we had to go through something difficult mm-hmm. and how it changed you for the better. And, yeah. and I know it sucks to hear 
well, think of the positive when you're going through something super hard. But but the reality is that's what being hard pressed is. That's yeah. you are hard pressed. It is you are being pressed together and and put in a place where it's like there's no way out. It's like yeah. total. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. There's always going to be. Mm-hmm. hard pressure in this world mm-hmm. like you said we're born into it mm-hmm. and um i mean we i don't even know where i'm going with that oh okay that's right <laughs> <laughs> the point is he's gonna bring us into a spacious place with yeah it, he is right sure. yeah um okay that is i just want to start off with that um maybe bring some comfort to you in this really scary afraid time yeah but also we have something else that we really want to connect to that mm-hmm. and I, and it has to do with the power of forgiveness and i'm really interested um as we continue our conversation to see how connections are going to be able to be made through our conversation about what does forgiveness maybe have to do with this yeah absolutely let me get my phone real quick oh okay i was not prepared yeah so you want to care you want to start it off sure so the reason that um we really want to tie forgiveness into i don't know this verse and this podcast in general is because we've been learning as a couple a lot about the power of forgiveness um Mm -hmm. it kind of started with me um there was A time a few months back where I was listening to a sermon and it's like I almost didn't even hear what the sermon was saying because I was hearing from the Lord so strongly. And you're like, what do you mean hearing from the Lord? I mean, Hmm. audibly, no. But like I definitely had this super strong feeling in my heart Mm -hmm. about um, how I was supposed to think of forgiveness yeah. Um, because to be honest, forgiveness for me was never what the word means. Mm-hmm. So I think we all know that forgiveness means, you know, gosh, you say it. Oh, what does forgiveness me, mean? Forgiveness, my whole life has always meant just forgiveness for my sin. And it's never went any deeper than that. Yeah, but like what, when we think of like forgiving someone, like oh, your sister or your mom, I think about or if they're uh, forgiving you, how hard it is. Yeah, <laughs> we can maybe <laughs> know that. First of all, <laughs> that forgiveness is hard. Um, yeah, and but and we also know that it freedom, means it, it, it's supposed to mean that yeah, your your debt or owing something to somebody is is, is gone. Yeah, and it's right? almost like a freedom. It's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be, yeah. Or I think of like, you know, you when you're kids and you hit your sister and, uh-huh. well, do you forgive me? You know, yeah. and it's like, At the, can we move forward from this? Right, right? right. Can we move on? Yeah. Leave it in the past? It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard for people to do that. But it's the wildest thing because when I would think of forgiveness in the perspective of God, uh-huh. it was never like that for me. In fact, it's so crazy because it was like the opposite. For the the idea of me needing forgiveness almost made me feel condemned. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I get it. I'm faulty. Like I sin, quote unquote. I sin. Like I get it. And so for some reason, 
when I thought of, oh, Jesus has forgiven me, I thought of, I almost felt like it was um, condescending. Mm -hmm. So I almost felt like God was like, had this condescending attitude towards me, like, okay, forgive you. Mm. And which is the exact opposite of what forgiveness is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was listening to this message and um, just out of nowhere, it just, God hit me. Well, actually, let me rewind. Let me rewind. Because something that I've often felt super, um, I don't know, guilty about, condemned about for some reason um, is drinking alcohol. I'm pregnant right now, so obviously this is not a thing for me right now. But just in the past, it has kind of been something that I'd struggled with. And um, after drinking, whether it was one glass of wine or like, you know, three or four drinks in, it really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Later that night or the next morning, I would just wake up and I would just feel so guilty. Mm-hmm. I'd feel so condemned. I'd feel like you made a fool of yourself or like, well, that's why you're not supposed to drink because then you are, you know, you just babble on or yeah. like, I would feel like, oh my gosh, what do people think of me? And I would just feel so guilty and condemned. And I truly felt like it was God kind of punishing me. Like, well, yeah, you're never going to feel good after that because I told you not to drink, blah, 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 blah. But then this crazy thing happens. So I'm pregnant and I went to a Christmas party with friends from work. Well, it was a a work Christmas party. Well, since I'm pregnant, I can't drink. But I still went and I still hung out and I was still having a great time. And the weirdest thing happened. And we're driving home, and me and my husband, Garrett, who's sitting right here. (laughs) I'm so weird. And I felt the same feeling. Yeah. The same feeling that I had always blamed on alcohol. And you didn't even drink. Yeah, I didn't drink, obviously. And I was on this drive home, and I was feeling guilty, and I was feeling condemned, and I was feeling like, oh my gosh, like you're an idiot, like you made a fool of yourself. Like, And you guys, I hadn't had a drop of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then it just like, boom, like hit me. And I was like, okay, wait, that's weird. This is exactly how I feel after I have a glass of wine or like after mm-hmm. I do go to the Christmas party and drink. Like, what the heck? I'm so confused because mm-hmm. I didn't drink anything. And so I was just like, God, what is that about? And then I woke up the next morning feeling the same. And so I was like, Jesus... Like, tell me what's happening right now, because this is really weird to me. It's really odd. So that's when I started watching that sermon. Yeah. And it just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks that it was never about the drinking. Yeah. It was never about anything other than that I had not accepted God's forgiveness for what I consider to be faulty. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's when it occurred to me that forgiveness is not only about like the big things like, oh yeah, you need forgiveness because you steal, mm-hmm. you steal candy bars from quick trip and yeah. you need forgiveness or, oh yeah, you cuss, man, mm-hmm. you need forgiveness every day. Cause you drop that F bomb two times. Like you need forgiveness or like just those typical things that we think of as sins that need forgiveness for. And it just hit me all at once that like, what I need forgive what I need forgiveness for almost looks like the form of acceptance. Like, and I just had like this vision of being forgiven for all the things I'm insecure about. Yeah. 
which is like I'm really like um how would you describe my personality like out there fiery <laughs> fiery. <laughs> fiery like I wasn't really accepting that within myself and it was never about the drinking. I wasn't accepting things about my personality, about the way I looked, about mm-hmm. the way I handled situations, about um, any of that. And I, it hit me all at once that you Jesus is forgive, has forgiven me for that. Yeah. Jesus has forgiven me for not being a perfect human being that I think I need to measure right. up to. Right. I'm forgiven for those things. He paid the price for it. Right? And so, and then it just like... So then there was this verse in Genesis. Let me, which one? The one that you want to. Yes. Let me, okay. let me talk about. Sorry. Yeah, I can like take over. Ex- I'm fiery. <laughs> so you have to just jump well, in. Well, I want to say what you were, I want to talk about what you were talking about acceptance. <laughs> mm-hmm. And really, um, it go, it comes, yeah, his forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And the way that I looked at that before and after you were telling me all this stuff, I started looking at forgiveness in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it says, God so loved the world, so loved the world that he gave his son to pay the price for our sins so that we would be forgiven. And to me, I mean, we're forgiven and that is nothing but God's love just pouring into us and raining into us, which is comfort, which is acceptance, which is all of that. And that's what I think is so beautiful because that's what you're saying because when you were saying it to me at first, you know, and we're forgiven for not being perfect, I was thinking like, what? <laughs> like, like I'm forgiven I'm for my I'm forgiven <laughs> for having these dark circles that I'm yeah. so like, what are you insecure about? about. Yeah, but it comes down to being loved by God because being loved by God is his forgiveness. And it's just this crazy, uh, beautiful thing, you know, that all just comes together and fits like a, a puzzle piece mm-hmm. together and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can you can talk about Genesis. Okay. Um Yeah, thanks, Gare. So I have mine highlighted, so I'm gonna go to mine because you don't have anything ooh, highlighted. It's right, there. it's right there, it's number seven. <laughs> it's number seven. <laughs> no, I can't. You mean? Hold on. It's okay. Oh, because I'm in the passion. Hold up. Um Genesis. What is Genesis it? Genesis three? three? Seven. Okay. Um Okay, so let me just read this for you. I'm going to read a big chunk. I I don't know why. I don't... I'm not a super fan of like just taking like one tiny little verse and being like, yeah, all these mm-hmm. things. I don't know. I just really like to take it in more of a bigger chunk and more of a bigger context. Um, it feels more like a story to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can really learn through stories. Yeah. So as I was learning this new thing about forgiveness, I stumbled upon this verse. Um... In Genesis 3, and it says, The woman said to the serpent, Not at all. Oh, because, hold up, let me back up. No, I'm just going to go back to one, because, <laughs> wow. Okay, Genesis 3, 1. The serpent was clever, more clever than any wild animal God had made. He spoke to the woman, Do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? Mm-hmm. The woman said to the serpent, No, not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, Don't eat from it. Don't even touch it or you'll die. The serpent told the woman, You won't die. God knows at the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. You'll be just like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. When the woman saw that the tree... Okay, first of all, let me just stop right there because mm-hmm. what uh, the enemy was saying to Eve was true. 
Oh, yeah. Right? So he'll take truth and yeah. twist it, which is a form of lying. Because they don't... But it's so much more believable that way. Uh-huh. So, like... He, 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 he tried to make it look appealing to her. Right. So he took the truth, twisted it, and I think that's what happens mm. with us all the time, but I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. When the woman saw that the tree looked like good eating and realized what she would get out of it, she'd know everything. She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband and he ate. Immediately, the two of them did see what's really going yeah. on. Yeah. Saw themselves naked. Okay, so I'm just going to stop right there. They didn't know they were naked. Because what I hear in this verse is insecurity. Mm. They saw themselves naked. Boom. Insecure. What? And like, that's exactly what I would feel all the time, all the time, all the time, insecure. So it's like the second that they sinned and took and disobeyed and, Mm -hmm. and kind of took them outside of that covering of love that God had over them. Yeah. Right. They instantly were insecure. So that That, tells me. And that's when sin entered this world. Right. So they did sin. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they needed forgiveness, of course, for. Yeah disobeying and eating the apple in the first place. Like I get it. But what's the first thing that they felt when they did do that was insecurity. So it's like when I realized that forgiveness, because fast forward, I mean, thousands of years happen, thousands of things happen. We go (laughs) throughout life as humans and Jesus and God ultimately sends Jesus as a perfect sacrifice to die on the cross for our sins and covers all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing that his forgiveness does is goes it, it goes back and it and it accepts us who we are, who we were in the first place, which yeah. we now see because we ate and see everything. Yeah. Right. And we see that we're flawed and we see that we're yeah. um yeah, that's the best way to put it, flawed. And that forgiveness now, should we accept it? has the ability to take over in any insecurity. Mm-hmm. And what you said kind of at the beginning about freedom yeah, and forgiveness is freedom, it gets us to that place of freedom. And it's it's crazy. I'm going to say something real quick. Please this is do. a whole different like topic. <laughs> but um, the reason that sin even entered this world is because we do have free will. Right. God gave us free will. He gave Adam and Eve the choice to make their decisions mm-hmm. on what they wanted to do. And you mm-hmm. said to me one time, well, um, God loves us and he wants us to love him, but how could we love him without the choice to love him? And without the choice to say, no, you know what? I don't want to love you. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it wouldn't be love. Mm-hmm. It would be programmed Yeah. for us. So that's another thing out of this that is really beautiful to me yeah so people always wonder why do bad things happen why is there sin and Mm -hmm. you know why would god allow that to happen that's why right free will it's it all goes back to free will yeah yeah so when it says immediately the two of them did see what's really going on they saw themselves naked they sewed fig leaves together as makeshift clothes for themselves when they heard the son of god strolling in the garden in the evening breeze the man and his wife hid in the trees of the garden, hid from God. God called to man, where are you? He said, I heard you in the garden. So Adam said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. God said, who told you you were naked? Mm-hmm. So that's what's amazing is like we were like this the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So the things that I'm so insecure about, about maybe my personality is a little overbearing or maybe like I make these weird faces when I talk or like seriously mm-hmm. silly things yeah. like though we were always like that. Oh, yeah. Literally from the time we're going to go back on this podcast and I'm going to think, dang, I really sound like that. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but God always had us like that the whole time. And it's like our, our sin yeah. is what makes us think badly of that. Mm-hmm. Our sin is what makes us think. Um, that it's wrong, that it's shameful to be who we are. Yeah. And so then it's like, Because the devil wants us to think those thoughts. Wants to twist it. So it was never about the drinking. It was never about like, oh, you drink, so you're going to be miserable and feel this way and feel bad this way and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. It was never about that. It was about, I hadn't accepted God's forgiveness for my error, for my wrong, which I have fully accepted that I have now, which in the past I didn't want to because it felt, it felt very, um, forced. Like mm-hmm. it felt like, again, that word condescending. Mm-hmm. It felt like I had someone over me, like telling me. It just felt me, like it was never going to go away. Yeah. Like the feeling of being just. Yeah. Like I was like a slave to it. Like, okay, yeah. well I just have to do this because I'll yeah. always feel like this if yeah. I don't. Whereas and if I might. there's that feeling again and mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas if, oh my gosh, I can, ex- I can accept God's free forgiveness mm-hmm. and be in union with him. And he looks at me and sees nothing in me that he does not love. Oh, he yeah. looks at me and loves everything about me. Yeah. And it, w- it was very freeing. And God's grace is so huge. I mean, he knows that we can't. That's why he sent Jesus. Mm-hmm. To pay for our sins because he knows that we can't fulfill, right? You know what he needs from us, right? But he loves us so much. So, how did your kind of perspective change from the start of me kind of sharing this with you? Which, by the way, it was very hard for me to share this with Garrett mm-hmm. because, and this is so crazy, but this process has really opened up a lot of things for me. Yeah. Before I had kind of had this revelation about God's forgiveness. I, I was so insecure. I would hardly share like these really deep, meaningful things with Garrett because it felt very vulnerable. And considering I was so full of like insecurity about who I am, I didn't want to share it. Um, but I'm embracing the deep people. (laughs) I'm embracing these deep things about myself. And so I shared it with Garrett tearfully, not because like it was like a sad tearful thing but because it felt so crazy to share it with him yeah so how when i first shared this with you versus like today yeah how did you think about what i kind of shared about forgiveness before and how do you see it now oh before i mean it was definitely just like a one-sided thing forgiveness was for my sins and my sins to me had nothing to do with my insecurities Mm -hmm. and nothing to do with um the you know a sin was a sin to me it was like stealing uh cheating you know looking at this looking at that thinking this Mm -hmm. thinking that um that was forgiveness for that was Mm -hmm. what i thought about forgiveness but now after deep thought and trying to understand what you were saying because I didn't get it, like I said at first, I was like, "Why do I need to be forgiven for, you know, the way I talk or the way I look or the, mm-hmm. the insecurities that I feel?" It, you know, I couldn't help but keep going back to God's love. Mm-hmm. 
And it mm-hmm. was like, this is, like, when you love a child, they feel comfort, warmth, they they feel strong, confident, you know, when they feel like they're loved. And if you don't, that insecurity, those thoughts in their head, that takes over. Yeah. And God loves us, and mm-hmm. he loves everybody, everybody on mm-hmm. this earth. And... It's just a matter of people accepting his love, which is accepting his forgiveness. He loves us so much that um, even though we were perfect before, yeah, in our nakedness, yeah, that once we sinned and realized we were naked and we felt insecure about that, yeah, to make us feel better, it says God said, or I'm sorry, let me back up. Um, in verse 21, God made leather clothing for Adam and his wife and dressed them. Yeah. So it's, he, we were never he dressed them, before. Because he wanted us to feel comfortable still. He wanted us to feel... He did that for us. Uh-huh. He didn't like, oh, now I am now I have to cover you up because... No, we were the same... But God we felt had the same always, way about us before. Yeah, yeah. We had always been naked. Yeah, that wasn't he, for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't for him. He's like, well, now... I mean... Um, here's my interpretation of it anyway. Like now... I don't want you to feel this. I don't want you to feel insecure and and bad about yourself all the time. And then he made them close. Yeah. And just like you said it, you said it perfectly. That was that was not for God. Mm-mm. That was for us because he loves us. So and it was his love and comfort and care. Yeah. And then oh, and what a what a like prophetic thing that he clothed us in that. Mm-hmm. And like what a prophetic jumping to the future. Mm-hmm. How Jesus was the ultimate covering. Yeah, covering. Right? He was the ultimate leather he was clothing. The, he was the ultimate <laughs> leather clothing, like yeah. leather clothing 101. Yeah. Right? So eventually we got to a point where he died on the cross for our sins and, yeah. and took care of it ultimately, which yeah. brings me to, um, oh man, I think it's in Luke because I just want to, I want you to see after Jesus has died on the cross for our sins, he has, um, he has sacrificed everything, given us our ultimate covering, but he does rise again on the third day. And when he does, he comes to his disciples. And I just want you guys to see what the first thing that after he comes to his disciples, this is the first time they're seeing them. They can hardly even believe, you know, they've heard rumors. They've heard, yeah, Jesus is back. He's alive. He's He's here, but they haven't seen this for themselves. They haven't seen Jesus. So the first time they see Jesus is when he comes through the walls Mm -hmm. of their house. He doesn't use the door. Yeah. Why would a three-day resurrected Jesus use the door? I mean, because he's halfway flesh, halfway (laughs) spirit. I mean, it's crazy. So anyway, um, he comes through the walls, and the first thing that he really instructs his disciples to do, I think, is beautiful. Um. Okay, so first thing he instructs them, which, of course, he comes in and he's like, calm down, it's okay, don't be afraid. He talks them through it, you know. Yeah. And then um, he asks for some food. The guy's hungry. But Mm -hmm. then after that, the first thing that he instructs his disciples on is this, and I'm in Luke 24, 45 through 49. He went on to open their understanding of the word of God, showing them how to read their Bibles this way. He said, you can see now how it is written that the Messiah suffers, rises from the dead on the third day, and then a total life change 
through the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed in his name to all nations. You're the first to hear and see it. You're the witnesses. What comes next is very important. I am sending what my father promised you. So stay here in the city until he arrives, until you're equipped with the power from on high. And all that's talking about is the Holy Spirit. He's about to give them the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But the first thing that he instructs or reveals to his disciples and what they will eventually go on to preach throughout all the world is the total life change that happens through the forgiveness of sins. Yeah. But you guys, it's not enough that we're forgiven. Mm -hmm. That happened when Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm -hmm. That happened. Right. But until I accepted God's forgiveness, which I've been a Christian. I mean, I've been saved since I was what? Seven. Mm -hmm. I came back to Jesus when I was 19, but regardless I hadn't experienced the total life changing that happens through the acceptance of forgiveness of sins. He's forgiven. Now I need to accept it. Right. So we have to accept it. We have to accept that we're forgiven. We have to accept the covering. We have to accept that I am Mm -hmm. accepted fully for who I am. No insecurities. Right. Have you talked to your audience about what being saved is. Like no. If, if there's somebody that doesn't know. Mm-mm. I really haven't. What is it? Are you asking me? Why don't you tell them? Because you're better with words. <laughs> you are on this podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, for some people who don't go to church or have been to, um, like, I know some people who have been to churches that were not, um, they just got a bad taste in their mouth from them and never really got to learn about what being saved really is, it's just accepting that Jesus Christ died for our sins and that He is our Lord and Savior. And you accept that in your heart and you know it, that is being saved. And that is your first step on a just absolute game changer in your life. That's all it is. When people say they're saved, that's what they mean. Yeah, and if you want anyone to do that with you, Garrett or I would be yeah. happy to yeah. do that with you. Yeah. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know a couple of ways to reach out to us because yeah. we're not up there mm. with the uh, celebrities <laughs> of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I just thought I wanted to say that because there are people that might not know. It's a good point. Like and This it, is a perfect yeah. opportunity for that because the message of forgiveness is mm-hmm. a really special one. Yeah. So, and like she's, and like Kelly said, I mean, she was saved a long time ago, but it was a long time after that. I mean, just recently that she really accepted the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. She accepted that Jesus was died and was the Lord in I'm, flesh and blood. Yeah. But she didn't, she hadn't fully accepted the covering and comfort and love. Yeah, I hadn't utilized it to yet. my advantage. Yeah, so I mean. So when I was saved back when I was seven and I asked yeah. Jesus into my heart, I was going to heaven. Yeah. But like, I mean, the word says we can bring heaven to earth. Yeah. And I think that what a better, what better way to do that than to accept his forgiveness. That's how it's going to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There will be no insecurities. There will be no pain. There will be no, no it'll, suffering, it'll worry, be like, afraidness, anxiety, yeah. depression. Why can't we start that right here and now? Right. 
when it says in the Bible that we can. Exactly. And I just feel like... It's like when you walk around and you, you meet somebody that has that just, just love in them mm-hmm. from God. You can feel mm-hmm. it on them because that's literally God's presence mm-hmm. in them. It's amazing. So. And while we're at it, getting this back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, which was, you know, I know a lot of people are going through a lot of I'm sorry, things. I have right? to move around. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear right now with yeah. COVID-19, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a fear of getting sick, our family getting sick, or a fear of financial hardship. Um, if you're forgiven mm-hmm. for everything, yeah. don't you know that just like Jesus covered our naked bodies, yeah. that he's going to cover your family, and he is going to take care of you. Absolutely. He is going, he's already forgiven you. Mm -hmm. So he is going to lead you through this. Mm -hmm. And and you're going to come out on the other side in a spacious, getting back to Psalms 119. You're going to be brought into a spacious place. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but that image that I get in my head, David was so good at, creating this imagery, this image I get in my head of being brought into a spacious place is just like mm-hmm. running wild, running free, absolute joy yeah. and contentment. And he is going to bring you through this hard time, whether that's financially or health wise, and he's going to bring you into a spacious place. Yeah. And all we have to do is recognize that the reason that this is possible is because we're forgiven. Mm-hmm. Which means that God loves us so much, which means he is not going to let this overtake us. Right, right. Doesn't mean that we won't occasionally feel, you, but it doesn't mean we won't occasionally backslide. No. And think negatively, right? No, I mean, that's just our human nature that's um, a part of us now after we sin has entered this world, mm-hmm. you know, um, and peep the news all the negative, 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 negative. People like to just say this and that. What could happen? This might happen. That might happen. It's good to know information. Yes. But people... And wash your hands and use your hand sanitizer. <laughs> yes. You should do that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, people uh, who... I mean, when you don't have the love of God and the comfort from God, you're going to worry. Yeah. That's and even just, when we do, we might backslide. But the good news is, yeah, we can backslide. But then we can start to recognize, ooh, I'm going to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to that place where I'm so full of fear that now I'm stressed, now I'm depressed, now I'm anxious, now I'm screaming at my kids, now I can't even, I don't even want to look at my husband in the face because he just makes me so mad. Don't even look at me. And we get mm-hmm. to that place. <laughs> I never feel that way about you, baby. <laughs> 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 wow. Um, so we get... We might get there, but then we can start to recognize it. Uh, oh, I'm going to that place. Yeah. What am I supposed to be thinking right now? What mm-hmm. What should I be proclaiming right now? Yeah. I am forgiven and redeemed by Jesus. He has got my back. He is bringing me into a spacious place. My enemies will not overcome me. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's good. Here's this deep anguish and pain, and God helped me as a father. 
Yeah. That's what we can declare. I might be going through pain and suffering and anguish, but my God is going to help me just like a father would. Yeah. Man. That's good. Okay. Any last thoughts? Mm, no. We're going to take out the snapping of the bones from this podcast. I just like my, I just pop all the time. <laughs> I just crack like I'm an old man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we will edit it out as best we can. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if this spoke to you, um, share it around. I mean, this isn't about me. Yeah. It's not about Garrett. It's about others. Mm-hmm. So if this spoke to you, I'm certain that it could possibly speak to other people. And more than anything, we want people living. Yeah joyous free lives right yeah and we want you guys to respond i mean if you have questions about anything that we spoke about today or if you have questions about anything in general about jesus or god we'll find an answer for you or we'll talk to somebody who has the answer but we'll Mm -hmm. we'll get it to you and we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it if you want us to talk about something or kelly to talk about something this is her podcast Um, sink or swim no it's not (laughs) if you want to just talk to us and reach out and you don't want to talk about Jesus that's cool too yeah yeah so we have I was going to say something but it's totally stealing it from somebody and now I'm just not even going to say it okay no 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 I'll tell you later (laughs) it's a secret